Hi, this is Eric Lang, and I play Prince Leopold on ABC's Once Upon a Time. And you are listening to the Once Upon a Time fan podcast. Like a cool breeze coming down from a frozen hill, you are listening to an unofficial podcast dedicated to the hit ABC show, Once Upon a Time. And now, here he is, Darius, Teddy. From the Chillin' Podcast Studios in the frozen hills near Storybrook, I am Teddy the Yeti, and you are listening to the cool sounds of the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. So, ladies, gentlemen, reindeers, and warm-hearted snowmen, OnceUponaTimePodcast.com and Rony's Own Media present the hosts of the coolest Once Upon a Time Podcast ever. Put your hands and paws together for Jeff and Colleen Roney. Hello, welcome, everyone. Hey! Eric Lang. That was awesome. He was not only on Once Upon a Time, but also on Lost Lost. at Stuart Redzinski. So we want to thank Eric Lang for that cool intro. That was great. And there is more. So do not miss the main show when we discuss more about the episode Shattered Sight later on this week. Right. And we'll hear more from Eric at that time. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So thank you very much. So we want to show our love to, on Twitter, he is Mr. Eric Lang. And I'll put the link in the show notes. So please do. Let Eric know, or Mr. Lang. I, I'm going to call him Mr. Mr. Lang. Eric Lang. Thank you mm-hmm. so much for leaving the great message for our podcast. We're very, very thankful for that. So this is the first thoughts for the episode entitled Shattered Sight. Mm-hmm. And this is a good episode, and I can't remember which one it is now. I can't either. How oh, sad is that? Oh, boy, howdy. And I really try it's to be prepared. And I'm not. Hold on just one second. Eight? It is 259. Ooh, the show notes can be found at onceuponatimepodcast.com slash 259. Sorry. sorry about that little foible, but That's we will right. Are you kidding forward. me? Well, if you're suffering from what I'm suffering from right now, which is giddiness, then that's explainable. was an exceptional episode. Oh, yeah. It was funny. It was touching. Yeah. We learned a lot of things. So this was a great episode. Yeah. This really was a really, really good episode. Any hesitations in anything we had with the previous episode, they were gone. Oh, yeah. Long so, gone. Long gone. I, I laughed out loud a couple of times. Uh-huh. I there did were too. great scenes. Mm-hmm. There were great lines. It yeah. was just really, really great. I was so distracted. I stopped taking notes. Yeah. Because it was so good. I got. I got you, I, I got goosebumps at the end. I, I got to tell you, I, I was I was I, feeling it. I was very very um, emotional. Not the very end, end, but no, toward no, no, the no, very no. end. The end. Anyway, yeah. well, we'll, yeah. well, let's dive in right now. Yeah. So we see Ingrid popping mm-hmm. into Boston, 1982, mm-hmm. Mohawks aplenty, <laughs> and all that walking around. And of course, the first place she would go 
is to a psychic. Well, I don't think she went specifically there. She just uh-huh. happened upon it and was like, oh, yeah, here's where I need to be. Mm-hmm. So she ended up at the psychic, which, of course, I thought was kind of funny because, you know, they really played it up really well. Yes, indeed. And the uh, it reminded me a lot of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. I have to tell you. Yeah. Just the whole kind of over the top and, oh, uh, just that whole thing. Well, was the actress the same one? Or is no, it no, one? no. Okay. Well, no. she kind of reminded me of her a little bit. Yes. And definitely that scene of someone coming and the the woman doing the reading was kind of this, and you're looking for a, <laughs> you well, know, kind of watching the yeah. the facial movement well, no, so she'll keep talking. She had told her yeah. what she was looking for. So she, right. of course, just repeated exactly what she had said. That was kind of funny. There were two other connections to me that I saw with that scene. One was another one mm-hmm. was Home Alone mm-hmm. when Rob Schneider dropped Macaulay Culkin's bags off in the room and kind of motioned like, well, oh, the second money. One. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he <laughs> gave him a piece of gum. So the same with her. It's like, and you're going to be, you're going to show your, you show your gratitude. gratitude? She said, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Very sincere, oh, well. which I thought was hilarious. Okay. And the other thing was the Madame Faustina's voice oh, yeah. reminded me of, what is that lead alien guy in Galaxy Quest? Oh, the way um, talk, oh, he, oh, oh you're talking about um, I, I, the yeah. actors Enrico Colantoni. Yeah. yeah. Right, he, right. His character, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head. So it, that yeah. voice kind of reminded yeah. me of what she was doing during yeah. the, uh, the reading. And so... She definitely saw through this charlatan, called oh, her charlatan, and said, did. in my world, charlatans like you are. And, but I loved old Faustina, Madame Faustina with the baseball bat. Hit the bricks. Well, and then, you know, of course, she funny. went from this, you know, exotic yeah. gypsy accent to a very clear Boston accent, mm-hmm. which I thought was hilarious. And definitely, I believe they, I'm for sure, well, they filmed it in the Gastown area Probably, yeah. of uh, Vancouver yeah. up there. Yeah. All right. So the we got a grumpy running down the street, <laughs> alerting everyone. He's coming. And he was talking about Happy, who was not happy. No. Had a crossbow. I probably lifted from Granny. Probably. I'm thinking. Or Robin or who knows. Possibly. Yeah, but probably yeah. Granny's, yeah. But shot and almost hit Ingrid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of funny. It was yeah. quite amusing. And so, okay, we're seeing this shattered sight curse mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. spell in full effect now. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we kind of talked about this is that there's some things you... That are true, but you don't say because they're hurtful. Yeah. And sometimes you express honesty in a way that it doesn't hurt someone's feelings. But in this case, it reminded me a bit of when someone drinks a lot Mm -hmm. and their inhibitions go away. Oh, absolutely. They really... They would call them, quote unquote, a mean drunk, Mm -hmm. where they just let things go and let it let other people have it and really express deep down true feelings that they may think, but don't say, especially don't say that way. And Snow and Charming just kind of going back and forth. And 
It was it was really brutal. Yeah. It was and pretty hurtful. I can't believe I had a child with you. And then he shot back with, well, maybe it's whales. Oh, man. You know, I mean, man. Wow. I mean, it was comedic, but at the same mm. time, it was very, it was, it was a little cringeworthy because it was just, wow. The, the reality of what they were saying, the truth of what they were saying, not, not that it could have been. I think it was the truth of he was hurt by the fact that, and he still, I think he harbored some sort of secret little rant against Snow for having had a thing with Whale at one point. Well, there is a term people say forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. And I think forgiving is can be difficult, but forgetting is almost impossible. Right. And so right. he obviously did not forget. Right. And it's always right. kind of sitting back in the back yeah, of his mind. Exactly. And in that situation, yeah. he just let her have it. And I agree with you. I think the real part of forgetting is that it's not that you can't actually forget. It's that you choose to never bring it up. Right. And that's the forgetting part. And this is where there there is no it's you know what? Not only are we not forgetting, we're actually recalling and recounting. <laughs> and some people may call that I don't want to keep going, but some people may call that being insincere. Mm-hmm. Right. Not bringing it up. It's still there, but we're not going to bring no, no, it up. No, no, no. It's, it's a protective yeah, thing. Right. And again, you stated that, you know, sometimes you say things to protect people. And that really was what was going on, I believe. Was, it's what, I think it's what we all do. Yeah. You know, we don't say things a certain way because if we did say them in the honest, real, brutal, raw, naked truth, it would be extremely hurtful and more detrimental than, yeah. than you know, if we couched it a little better. You know? I think that you can tell people, quote unquote, the truth mm-hmm. in a nice way and it can have a great effect. Yeah. Or you can be brutal and it's just all of a sudden. Yeah. It's just yeah. like really basically firing somebody in the face with a shotgun. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. Ugh. Buckshot too. Not, right. Not just a single gunshot blast. It's buckshot. So anyway. I heard them say a couple of times, I am finally... I, I'm seeing clearly now. Right, right. And Which actually they truly weren't mm-hmm. because the Shattered Sight spell actually crackled and distorted their view. But I think what it did is it brought all the stuff that we were just talking about mm-hmm. that was in the background. Yeah, to the pushed forefront. Pushed back. It brought it to the front. Yeah. And so possibly in that situation, people were feeling very emotional mm-hmm. and just really... It was on the surface, and they were just letting everybody have it. And there were comedic moments, but yeah. in that that a number of scenes, especially in Snow and Charming's, like you know, you want to. I was want to say to the TV, no, don't say that. Right. You don't mean. And and later on, it, that was kind of dealt with on the show. But right, right. The and so Anna became the Belle of this situation. She did. Bell would always kind of reveal these really specific We didn't even see Bell. We did. The end. Barely. Yeah, 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 barely. But anyway, Bell normally kind of came up with it. I was reading and I found this out, but Anna Anna said the only way to to deal with this is to kill the king. Well, on that the was story the thing. based she on talked the, about, yeah, yeah the, the she got it she got the original idea from the story and then she went, Oh, wait a minute, maybe the solution. And she's like, Oh, it's to kill the King, which means in this case, it would be to kill Ingrid. And so that, that was a, that was kind of a, Oh, 
that was kind of a tough moment. So Elsa said, well, killing is never an option. We, we, we have to find another way. Right. And the, one of the ways was to leave, and Emma had to leave the baby with Anna. Yeah. And Anna's like, wait, wait, no, I'm no, the- it's my plan. I wait. I want to go. I'm the babysitter. What's in, <laughs> What's interesting is Anna normally was yeah. always leaving and going. Right. right. Free spirit, very directed, very yeah. determined. Yeah. She was going, yeah. and for the first time in this show, yeah. we saw someone say, "No, you have to stay behind." I really don't know why they wanted to leave her behind with all those people yelling and screaming. I know. But anyway, they well, they had to protect the baby. Kneeled to her. Mm-hmm. And she was the babysitter. Right, right. And so it was... Yeah. What, what I liked was the fact that she said, look, Elsa said to her, Anna, you're the smartest person I know. Yeah. How did she get that way? She's read all those books. Mm-hmm. So again, they're encouraging people to read books. Education, you know, book smarts. It, it's very important. I think that's a fantastic message. I don't know if you noticed, but the one time I laughed out loud was to see... You know how you get so infuriated with people and you just don't want to say anymore? Now, I normally don't get this way. I'm a more internal person. Yeah, you are. And and But Kristoff just got so infuriated with Charming that he just picked up some papers and threw it at him in his cell. That was the funniest thing because when you have nothing else to say and you're just so infuriated... Sometimes you just throw papers at a cell, and that's what you do. You say, I have nothing more to say to you. I'm going to throw papers at you. That was pretty funny. That was very, very amusing. There were a lot of really laughable, laugh-out-loud, inappropriate moments, and that was one of them where it's not the appropriate thing to throw papers at anybody. Kids don't do this. Don't throw papers at people. But it was pretty funny that he got so frustrated that he just wanted them to shut up, throw the papers at them. Uh, It was hilarious. So there there was a vent in the Evil Queen Regina vault, obviously. And so Regina reverted back to her Evil Queen ways. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious when she looked in the mirror and goes, what am I wearing? Yeah. And then changed into her evil queen outfit. And, oh, I've missed you. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure there were a lot of evil regals that probably said, we have two. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Because we haven't seen much of Regina and her fabulous evil queen. She clothing. looks fabulous. Oh, she's, so, she's awesome. We love Lana. We did lot. learn the answer to one of our quandaries is that Killian was spared because... The heart was not in his chest. I was right. Yes. I was right. Yes. I need to say that because that I was right. Marrying me. So you were right. Well, yeah, that too. But yeah, no, uh, that whole he that whole hook and gold exchange that gold rumple is just pissing yeah, me. I know. Off. I know. Oh. He gave him a little vial of some little red something or other. And I was like, what is in that? I figured it must be something to kind of help him get Henry somehow. I didn't know if it was that he had to drug Henry, so to speak, with that, put that on him and get him to like be compliant or whatever. I didn't know what that was all about. But anyway. Rumpel reminds me more of the Godfather. Anymore, he doesn't get his hands dirty. He no. has other people yeah. him manipulate or whatever, mm-hmm. and everybody does his. Mm-hmm. And I think I've said that before. Yep, on yep. the podcast. Yep. 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 But 
So Gold said that when the stars align mm-hmm. to the stars in the hat, yep. then he'll be able to perform this magic right. to cleave himself. cleave himself from this dagger. Right. What's interesting is really the the dagger is what he wanted and he mm-hmm. got that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And now he doesn't want that. So, again, it's one of those internal lessons of be careful what you wish for. Right. Be careful of the power that you yearn for. Absolutely. Once you get it, you probably won't want it. Absolutely. We don't listen to that a lot of times in life. No, we keep saying to ourselves, no, 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 no. no. That's the thing that will make me happy. That's the thing that will, I need this thing. And this trinket, this thing. This, Mm -hmm. right. This person, this thing, this whatever. Yeah. 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 True. Be careful what you wish for. That is right. And so Hook is off to find Henry. Yeah. And we do see Ingrid hid these two memory rocks Mm -hmm. in the ice cream. Yeah, she did. And so then I said, okay, one is Emma's. Right. The other's Elsa's. And the other was Elsa's. Yeah. So... Because she'd pulled Elsa's memories um, when she put her in the urn. When she was in the urn, I should say. But anyway, so we see Emma and Elsa, mm-hmm. and they have no magic against Ingrid. Because right. the the bonds of the ribbons... Protect pr- each other from pr- hurting exactly. each other. Exactly. So it's almost the opposite of the Shattered Sight spell. It, it, is, it is a countermeasure to the Shattered Sight yeah. spell. That's why they're protected from mm-hmm. it. So they kind of really should have known... That they would be protected from, but I'm, but I mean, it makes sense that to, they would go to think that maybe the two of them against her would work. There, not for the entire episode, but there was a moment mm-hmm. when I when I was watching the whole Ingrid being the mom, the adoptive mm-hmm. mom, yeah. and all that. I said she's really nice. Oh, and she was well researched because mm-hmm. she said there are fifteen signs. Of adopted children that want to run away, and you you've exhibited seven right. this morning. So yeah. she was kind of really aware of all these different things, and really kind of watching Emma. And I really enjoyed that that discussion of you're special. I want to take care of you, and mm-hmm. and that kind of yeah. a thing. Yeah, and. That whole thing of the whole scene of Emma wanting to run away and the mm. fact that she's ready to do so because she just doesn't want to be there. I mean, when you have a bully stepbrother or foster brother or, you know, anybody in your life who's going to make your life miserable, yeah. you know, either give me what I want or I'll make your life miserable. It's no good. And I totally get wanting to run or run away. And I, I would hope that, you know, in those situations, Emma didn't feel like she had anybody she could turn to, unfortunately. Yeah. Just didn't feel like she had anybody she could. And, you know, if she'd had somebody that she could turn to, that would have been a whole different ballgame, I think. Well, I think that's why Lily was kind of important right. at, that, at time, that time, whenever that occurred in the <clears throat> That in was the a couple years before, if I'm not memories. mistaken. Yeah, that was three years before or something like that. Because she felt like she was alone. Right. So. Right. Right. All right. So anyway, she, but you're right. Ingrid, that was one of the things I noted is that, you know, Ingrid was very kind, very compassionate towards her and was kind of giving her this, you can trust me. And mm-hmm. here's how you can trust me. I'm going to tell you exactly how you can get back at Kevin. So, so the manipulation and, and a little bit, yeah. telling these secrets to pit one against the other began. A little bit, yeah. So. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, 
M and Elsa, you know, that was a nice little flashback. Now M and Elsa trying to cut the ribbons off in Gold Shop and nothing is working. Clearly, you know, they're breaking things more than they're doing any good. Right. And that's when they realized what she had said, Ingrid had said that the the bond of the ribbons has no equal. Okay, so then that's when they realized, okay, so if it doesn't have an equal, it must have an opposite. In which case, they're, you know, that's how they concluded that they needed to get Regina right. to be so angry at Emma like she'd never been before. That was kind of like, mm, she will kill you if she it's gets a, a chance. It, it, it's sort of a leap, but it kind of makes sense. No, if it totally love makes sense. bonds it together, then, then hatred would, would remove undo it. it. Right, right, exactly. Break the bond. So I did want to roll through a couple of things. I did notice right around there, there was some signs of the <laughs> the fighting in the streets and oh, Doc yelling at Dopey, open your mouth, <laughs> say, say something. And it was just, oh my gosh. <laughs> and Dopey refusing, that was kind of funny. And then Granny walking by and just oh, kind of snapping really angry. at, yeah. at Killian. And then we see Will. Yes, picking somebody's picking pocket. Picking somebody's pocket. Yep. And Somebody who was unconscious. Right. How they got that way, my guess would be Will knocked them out in order to pick their pocket. So then we have a little more exchanges in the sheriff's office. And it's funny because nobody really noticed that Hook was walking around without interacting with anybody. Nobody picked up on that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They didn't. Nobody went after him. Granny gave him a dirty look, but... You know, that was, she didn't, you know, there wasn't, nobody attacked him. Nobody went after him, which was mm-hmm. kind of interesting. They should have picked up on that, but they didn't because they were under the spell. So anyway. Yes. So, and I felt, I, I felt so bad for poor Anna in the sheriff's station, stuck with the Charmings and Kristoff slinging insults at each other like nobody's business. Well, Charming called him Iceman, Kristoff, <laughs> and then said, why in the world are you delivering ice in a frozen place like Arendelle. It makes no sense. Well, it's a very important commodity. I mean, it just, the whole thing was comedy, but it was, I felt so bad for poor Anna. You've she got just, to know. Uh, you've got to know that the producers and writers probably have seen those jokes in Facebook or somewhere. Somebody maybe. goes, why in the world is Kristoff selling ice in a frozen land? Well, it's weird. The funny thing so. is, is that he wasn't originally selling it in a frozen land. He was selling it in True, the summer. Right, right. Yeah. Which was very important in the summer, mm-hmm. and hence when it froze over, his ice business kind of went down the hill. And he probably said that, but anyway, there was he so did. much going oh, on. Oh, he absolutely did. Not not and, not in Once Upon a Time, but in the movie in Frozen, he did mention, you know, that his business was kind of hurting because of the fact that everything's frozen over. But I, I relate to Anna, you know, a lot. Anna ran over and said, "Look, you're under the spell. Let's think yeah. back to yeah. before this spell." Yeah. Well, she hit me in the face. And then and she said, he caught me in a rope net. Yeah. And, she, and then Anna said, well, that's sort of romantic, kind of, isn't yeah. it? It's like, no, you know. And, and then, then Snow called her Swiss Miss and then really got chilling. So you don't want to know something is that, you know. Yeah, I'm nice and sweet, and I talk to birds, and I do all that. But oh, I'm yeah. telling you what, I'm a killer. I killed Regina's Regina's mommy. mom, and I said I was sorry, but I didn't mean it. But I didn't mean it. Wow, that's dark snow. Yeah, that is and, dark snow. And Anna's like, I don't know. I I think I want to leave now. This is you know, 
And, <laughs> you know, again, if you really share, you really talk to people and they really share deep, dark, man. I mean, they're there. Again, there yeah. are some things that are better left unsaid. And Just saying ignorance is bliss. True. It so. can be bliss, let me tell you. Yes, indeed. And, and like I said, I felt so bad for poor little Anna sitting there having to deal. And she, of course, you know, trooper that she is, she recognized and kept saying, you're under the spell. I totally get it. But you know what? If you look at it as romantic, maybe you'll just kind of remember what it is that you fell in love with each other, blah, blah, blah. So she was trying to help out, but I, I just kind of felt bad for her. I was like, oh, my gosh, this poor girl. She's not going to win no matter what she says. Well, at the end, and it, it was a bit, it reminded me of those classic cell block movies. Where at the end, Snow was done, and she goes, so now you want to hold hands and, and sing zippity doo dah <laughs> You know, because, you know, when you look at these people, you, you kind of feel bad for them, and you go, you know, look, I, you know, come on, you, you're not this bad, and they go, oh, you have no idea, and then Snow just kind of ran through all her stuff, yeah. so. Yeah, she did. All right, so then we, we see Ingrid revisiting Emma's memories right. with the right. stone. Right. And it was really a cool moment. And I did write this down later, but I want to talk about it now. I believe that the area where they were, that little theme park, little mm -hmm. fun zone. Yeah, carnival area. Was where they filmed the Emma Neal scene. Mm -hmm before Pretty when they sure. broke into that area and they sat on and i believe there's one of the scenes toward the end of what we're talking about yeah. when the camera <clears throat> showed you this swing around thing behind them i believe they were sitting on that yeah probably older emma and and neil and neil right mm -hmm. sitting on one of those things when they broke in so but i i really you know again we have this you know kind of star wars moment where Emma was trying to use this claw machine mm -hmm. and she was kind of getting flustered. Mm -hmm. And Ingrid said, just trust your instincts. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about that. Don't, don't do that. And, and let her rip. Mm -hmm. And so when she tried, that's when she saw the electrical stuff, but then she actually did it. And she got a little clue to the next story arc. Part yeah, of it, part of it, a spotted Dalmatian dog. Pongo. Yeah. Yay. Or at least a, a Dalmatian of some kind. Maybe. Yeah, I'm going to go with Pongo. So so she did say you need to ignore the distractions. Right, right. Ignore the lights and the sounds and mm -hmm. all the bells and whistles and things that are going on here and just focus and you can do it. And she did. She was able to do it. Now, she did. It freaked her out when the when Ingrid got so apparently so excited that it it sparked the, mm -hmm. you know, did a little energy blip with the, with the little machine there. Yeah. And that kind of freaked Emma out. And that's when she's like, nope, nope, just do it. Keep doing it. You're doing good. And then so she did. And then she ended up with the cute little ring, which, you know, cute little plastic It kind of looked like a mood ring, but I didn't get a really close look at it. This, I wasn't paying attention point. to the ring, but it was, it was, you know, it was, it was a fun little memory thing that they were showing. But she's, Ingrid said, Emma, you're a special girl. Right. Right. And then Emma saw, there's some papers that saw, said adoption on it. And she goes, right. Oh, wait a minute. So this is why you're acting this way. I've been adopted away from you. I'm being taken away. I'm being sent away yeah. again. She didn't think she was being adopted. She says, I'm being yeah, sent yeah, yeah. away again. Yep. And that's when Ingrid told her, no, 
I actually have applied to adopt you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you may not look at me as a mother, but you can look at me as an older sister, which I thought was kind of funny. And uh, yeah, that was that. And in the next scene, well, well, she says, I love you yeah. to Ingrid. Mm-hmm. And that's probably for the very first time. And of course we see Ingrid, you know, just reveling in that memory because that was a good memory. Yeah. If she had, and she, I thought it was interesting how they showed that she kind of picked out the memory because she specifically right. picked out the one she wanted to look at. Mm-hmm. If she had looked at some of the other memories, they would not have been as good. So they were not all good memories, by True. the way. We'll get into that in a minute. We saw, yeah, as as watchers of the show, we saw more of the bad, you know, with the punk brother and, sure. and all that kind of stuff. Sure. But what she saw was more, you know, exactly. the I, I love you moment exactly. and that kind of thing. Well, that's when the only one she really <clears throat> focused on. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Emma and Elsa going to the crypt. Right, and... I was I wrote down Emma the boxer. It reminded me of a Rocky movie where oh. she was really just kind of psyching herself up and shaking and jumping up and down and getting uh-huh. ready for it. Yeah, because she was going to do basically unlock this containment spell. Spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, she did. It took her again. It, it mirrored that whole claw machine mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. She didn't at first. Right. But then Elsa really kind of encouraged her, yeah. and she did it again, and it worked. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was a good. It was, that was very, good very similar yeah. of that. Yeah, she did, and uh, she, she, and Elsa go down into the crypt, and Regina's sitting there, all smirky, waiting, ready to kill her, and she's kind of mad, but she's clearly not mad enough to do any damage. And then that's when Emma. Lighter little pants off. So in effect, Emma emulated the shattered sight. She did. Spell she absolutely did. And just let her have it. So she faked it. I told you yeah. that I didn't know what Mary, bringing Marion would do, but I'm telling you, I knew exactly yep. what it would do yep. to you. Yep. And yep. I know that you know me being with Hook and seeing what you could, you cannot have. Right. Would drive you yeah. crazy, oh, yeah. and that's why I did all that. It was very brutal. Yeah, it was really brutal, right. and a big fat lie. But wow, it was pretty brutal. And then, of course, Regina, and then Regina mad because they tricked her, basically. Yeah. So, uh, but she she sent a fireball out. Oh yeah, she did. And it broke the ribbons. Yes, it did. Yeah, on the two did. sisters. Yeah, it did. So. so then, and then Regina getting shoved into the mirror—that was kind of a. That was a little mean, but it was necessary. I totally get that. And then they ran, and then Regina, and Regina was like, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get yeah. you. So Killian fulfills his little request of gold to go find Henry, bring mm-hmm. him back. Mm-hmm. And I, I even love that little exchange. Killian said, well, you know, if you're all powerful, why don't you pop him over there? Yeah. yeah. And um, But Killian goes to the door to get Henry out. Yeah. And Henry's under the shattered side spell. Yes. And says, you know, I don't like the way that you're, you know, with my mom, da da da, and, and all this kind of thing. And so he goes, you know, look, I have to get you to safety. And so he used the powder to get him right, out. Right. And Henry, that little boy, he put marbles on there. And very, that was very Home Killian, Alone. That was poor, that yeah. was a Home Alone moment there. Poor Killian slipped and yeah. fell on his back. Yeah. And Henry just ran out. Yeah, he did. He was he was kind of a brat. He was quite a bit of a brat there. But again, under the spell. So right. And it, and it wasn't even worse 
Now Killian is trying to leave, and Will walks in and goes, oh, yeah. "Now I'm going to pay you back for the shiner for you the shiner you gave me." <laughs> and Killian basically spun around and threw him into the wall, and he fell That's down. Like wow, <laughs> poor Will. Well, he probably been drinking. I was going to say, poor Will probably is drunk, unfortunately, which is really sad. I really worry about Will. He needs to go to AA or something. He needs, he needs help. Stop drinking. He's adorable, and I something. need to help him. I would love to help him. So we have another, what I would consider a, a Star Wars-ish moment where Ingrid is, I guess, are leaving that place, the, the, the fun park place, and she pulls her into the street and says, stop no, no, the no, car. That, that was like later, I thought. Okay. But at some point in the episode, mm-hmm. she says, stop mm-hmm. the car, because she knew... No, 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 I meant in time, in the timeline. I thought it was a different time. It may have been the same night. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, All right. that's what I was in trying to figure out. Different day. Yeah, but anyway, she, bottom she line is, they're having wa- the She knew that she had some kind of magic. Yeah. And so she said, stop the car. Yeah. The car is coming for her. And it was funny because Emma was talking about Harry Potter. Harry, She wanted right. that Harry Potter power right. to zap her or to transport her from places cold into a hot bath at home so i mean the whole thing was basically set up Mm -hmm. for that i mean she was talking about it she was kind of comfortable she knew that kind of thing and so ingrid said okay let's let's try it out i know she's got magical powers right then she's talking about harry potter let's do this thing so put her out in the street and said stop the car and then Emma got freaked out and ran off and so then it then that's when the separation began. Right, right. Emma called her a nut job mm-hmm. and said, you know, man, why do I fall? In, I, you know, why do I love somebody that mm-hmm. turns out to be a nut job? Yeah. And she runs off. Yeah. Poor Emma. <sighs> and the way the way it appears, that was it. She left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was the last time she saw her. I'm sure. Yeah. So. And that left me wondering. How did she steal her memories then? And we found out later that mm-hmm. how she did that. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, and Ingrid gave another little Star Wars line. She's, you know, something about, she said, uh, then you could possibly imagine. Oh, yeah. Talking powers about, powers yeah. that are real, yeah. greater than you could possibly imagine. Yeah. Or, and then we go back to the sheriff's office. There's a lot of scenes in the sheriff's office, boy. <laughs> and so... Uh, Regina calls them the two idiots. And, you know, poor Kristoff is like, what am I doing here? And so she she zaps them. No, no, no. Well, she does. But what yeah. she does is she originally says she's going to take Neil. She says, you right. took my first love, so I'm going to return the favor. I'm going to take your baby. Mm. And then that's when Anna goes, no, 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 no. You can't, you can't do it. You can't do it. And... Then she goes, you know what? I don't even know who you are or where you came from, but why don't you just go back to where you came from? So, of course, she zaps them out of there, mm-hmm. which I didn't pick up at first that she had zapped Kristoff as well, but it makes sense. Yeah. So then she zapped them out, and then she goes after Snow. Yes. and That was quite a showdown. That was quite a showdown. It, was, it reminded me of the classic Dynasty oh, female fight yeah. showdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if any of you Alexis poor kids and out Crystal, there. Yeah. Alexis ever and saw a dynasty mm-hmm. but if you're older mm-hmm. you'll know what i'm talking about yep yep and not sword fight throwing around oh yeah i really felt bad there must have been a lot of stunt people oh dude. i'm not saying that i'm not listen to me i'm not saying that lana 
and Jennifer could not have done that. I'm but I just I felt that's a hard floor and falling into yeah. desks and all that kind of stuff. There's even a comment. He goes, you know, don't don't ruin the desk. You know, it's new and and then Charming says, No, 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 it's slightly used. I thought it was the computer. Oh no, yeah, yeah. 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 Don't destroy the computer. It's- Anyway. But it was a great fight scene. Oh, yeah. And, and then Charming, of course, gets in on the action. Even though he's not, he's mad at Snow at this point, he still figures he can get in on the action. And he holds on to Regina's arm while she's yeah. backed up against the, the thing. And she drops the sword. And that's when she ends up smashing Snow into the, the jail. I mean, it was pretty brutal. Yeah. It was quite the cat fight. I mean, Alexis and Crystal, you know, clawed each other and then ended up in the pool. But yes. wow. That was quite the no swords or yeah, no yeah. swords, no swords, no jail cells, no no help. They yeah, pretty even, much went at it. Even Stowe was trying to goad her into magic. Oh, she goes, "Aren't totally... you going to use your magic?" She goes, "I don't need magic. I want to see you bleed." Right? Oh yeah, it was quite. It was quite. She had quite that um, that evil queen speech pattern going too at the beginning. Which if was we would have opened the front door, we would have heard evil regals worldwide screaming. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, go get her. Yeah, exactly. You, you look great. <laughs> she did look good. She do, she always does. Wonderful anyway, dress and all that. Yeah, all right, that was so, quite a spectacular. So we scene. saw Ingrid pop back or pop into Storybrooke yeah. after reading the scroll because the well, that was a year later, two the years apprentice later. Apprentice said two years later. at the appointed time mm-hmm. you will find her. Yeah, yeah. So she went to Storybrooke. Set up the ice cream parlor. Yep. That up to that point should have been a pet place and a right. ha- haberdashery yeah. store. Yeah. But we'll 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 that that's okay. We'll pretend. You will pretend. And the so Ingrid was talking about. She said time romanticizes the good, and we forget the bad. That was when Emma walked into the, the ice cream shop, right? Yeah. 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 At that point in time, she was trying to explain to Emma because at that point in time that we got our answer of how Emma lost her memories. Mm-hmm. She didn't, she hadn't lost her memories at this point. She knew exactly who Ingrid was when she first walked in. So when, uh, when she was telling her, she says, look, you, you've forgotten all these no, actually, actually, this is when they were in her. Oh, lair. the ice cal. Oh, yes. the ice cal right. palace. Okay. So, so she was and trying Elsa. to. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So, because they broke off their ribbons and they were confronting they were gonna, her. Right. They were gonna. They were gonna. And get her. Ingrid said, "You don't have it in you, right, to kill me, because you loved me once and, just, and you yeah. will love me again." And just understand that that time romanticizes the good memories. Absolutely, it does. And you forget the bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I agree with that. I think mm. sometimes you remember the bad. I, I and, wholeheartedly agree because and, there are times when, yeah, you, the, there are certain things that will trigger the bad, the you know, re, reliving or remembering the bad ones. Um, I think that there is a very valid point, though, that time will romanticize the good memories so because we do have a tendency in our heads to exaggerate some of the good memories a little bit. Right. It romanticizes it. It makes it yeah. seem so okay. much better than they really were. So it whitewashes it a bit kind and it of. removes your, especially when you're talking about having a disagreement with somebody. It's always the other person said this and they go, no, you said this. I never said that. And there, then it, there's that, I think. So. But I think, too, is that 
uh, Ingrid was actually kind of prophesying for herself. Mm-hmm. She romanticized the good times right. with Emma. Right. Far more than the uh, yep. than they actually were. So in her mind, they were much better memories than they really were. Because if you look at the the three memories we saw, there was good parts to them, but then right. there were actually there was the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. So in Ingrid's mind, they were much better than memories than they actually were. The one little getting back to the reveal in the any given Sunday mm-hmm. shop, mm-hmm. there was a huge glaring continuity issue okay. do you remember did did it stand out to you mm. it's big to me so she wasn't wearing the red jacket oh she was wearing a but blue you know jacket what? i don't right she wasn't mm-hmm. she wasn't wearing the red jacket but i don't think in the picture she was wearing the red jacket either remember the photo that she found of herself in ingrid oh, okay. that's right. what that's the scene we just saw right. that's what we saw fair was, enough playing that out because remember they they kept saying why do you look angry she's like i don't even know i don't remember this because ingrid took the memory away okay so she mentioned and this is just a a memory of mine emma or ingrid offered emma no emma mentioned cherry vanilla ice cream Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um my my father's my grandmother my father's side loved cherry vanilla Mm -hmm. ice cream Mm -hmm. it was just and then she offered her Rocky Road. And she goes, oh, okay, I'll take the Rocky Road. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, uh, one of the another funny, <laughs> true statements that Snow made is, you know, she goes, I don't care about any curse, but you will not wake my baby. <laughs> and that's when she just went into. Oh, you're talking about the fight it. scene. Oh yeah, the total fight scene. You don't wake yeah. the baby up. Don't yeah. do that. Well, Ingrid in the ice cave with Emma and Elsa, she she made some really good points. And because Emma said, magic can't make anybody love you. Mm-hmm. Magic can't make anybody love you. And she says, you're absolutely right. Magic can't. But you know what? You did love me at one time and you will love me again. Mm-hmm. And that's when she was, you know, showing them the whole stones. And I thought that was interesting because that was a very Aladdin, genies, can't make anybody fall in love with right, you. Right, right. And I think it's very similar to that is that it's true. Magic can't make people fall in love with you. Well, I, I think there's something to be said about friends and family and all that who you were close at one point and then something happened. Right, right. And, you know, you live year after year after year of the th- thing that happened. And then maybe that just kind of fades away and you just know that, you know, you're not close to that other person. And, you know, kind of talking about it and talking through it. It's it's there it's hard is, to do. There is a very definite change in your relationship if something has happened. Right. Even if you get past it and can move on and can move forward, there's still always that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You and I have examples of this in our own personal lives sure. with friends and family mm-hmm. that once you hit a certain point, it's not the same. You might you might still have the relationship with them, but it's not the same. Yeah. So. And so going back to the sheriff's office, the famous sheriff's office, oh, so much yeah. going on. Yeah. So she said, you know, you know, curse or no curse, don't wake my baby. And then they started <laughs> fighting. And then Regina said, you can't keep a secret. And Snow said, I was 10. And so 
this episode, there was a lot of these things that I think we've thought and right. we've said right. and stuff on Facebook and stuff on Twitter. It's yeah. just like, yeah. we're finally getting it vocalized right. on the show. Right. Yeah. Right. So I thought that was kind of fun. And uh, then Christoph, he started getting into it and saying, look, my life's been crazy since I met oh, you. Oh, wait, wait. They ended up on the beach. Yeah. They ended up right back. And Where I love the, the fact that... And the trunk's still there. Well, because I was freaked out going, oh, come on. We cannot go searching for Anna again. Please, yeah, please right. don't make us go search for Anna again. Don't make her back in Arendelle. That would suck. And then I love the fact that they ended up right back on the beach, which made total sense. And... It, it right that was the closest thing to where they came from because yes, that's where they yeah. had come from, and and the whole conversation between the two of them, you know, he was very brutal and honest and said, "Look, my life was simple. It was easy. It was just me and Sven, and I didn't have a crazy sister-in-law trying to freeze everything and blah blah blah." And I loved Anna still just kind of chatterboxing away as I know you're under the curse. You don't really mean any of this. Blah blah. And then when she slipped and fell on the, she stepped on the bottle. And it slipped yeah. and she lost her footing when she went down and then she saw it. That's when she was like, at first she didn't realize what it was. And then I love that she kind of goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, it's under the curse, but I, you know, I love you, but and conked him over the head. Yes. That was pretty funny. And then when the paper fell out and she read it and she realized, oh my gosh, that was, that was adorable. The whole scene of, come on. Oh wait. Oh wait. You're unconscious. Okay. You're going to be, I'm going to, I'll be right back. Okay. I'm, I'll, you're, I'll, you're amazing. You're amazing. But you're unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Kiss, kiss, kiss. And then run away. Cause no. I got to take care of this. Now, how did you hear how the bottle got there? Did I hear how it got there? Right. They specifically said it came through in the portal. Yes. Yes. Which is the same thing that happened with the urn. Yes. The urn came through. Yes. So that's a definite mirror of that. Yeah. 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 So they must have heard me last week. And so they wrote it into the script and said, Jeff, this is why the bottle came. It came through (laughs) in the portal. Don't you understand portals, Jeff? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's, that's, that's that. No, this is filmed weeks ago. So no. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. But anyway. So she so, goes and runs to the ice castle where Ingrid and um, Emma and Elsa are. And Ingrid's just, I mean, she's still trying to plead with them and trying to reason with them that they're going to love her. And that's when, you know, they're about to, you know, do some damage, right? And they can't. They can't do it. Right. Neither one. Of, well, actually, Elsa couldn't. But Emma was about to, and that's when Anna stopped her and said, "Wait, wait, wait! No, you guys, you need, you all need to hear this. All of you need to hear this." And I love that she read her mother's letter, and I love that her mother's letter was an apology mm-hmm. to Ingrid. I to- love that it was very specific. You'll go find her. She's in an urn in this, yep. you know, in yep. the North Mountains. Blah 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 blah. I mean, it was just very, very specific on what, and it was very. Very sincere. And I love that it was one of those things that it just, there was no way of knowing it would ever get to them. So, and we've talked about family and friends Mm -hmm. that have things happen that breaks that friendship Mm -hmm. and breaks that bond and causes a separation Mm -hmm. and that kind of a thing. But this was really beautiful into it. Oh, absolutely. Is that at some point, some point, someone has to... And it's hard. Yeah. But someone has to just let go. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And 
do your best to try and reconnect. Is it going to be perfect? No. no. But the, the two of the strongest things she said is, tell Ingrid I love her mm-hmm. and tell her I'm sorry. Yeah. Two strong things. And that, very difficult things to say sometimes. Absolutely. And, and you know, obviously, you know, I mean, you can love your friends, but yeah. you could say, you know, I really care about you. Right. You know, and and it was it was powerful because she was gone. Yeah. You know, and that letter was the only thing that was left. Right. And that brought the the a great conclusion. Yeah, it did. To a, years of Decades. searching mm-hmm. and hurtfulness and just. All the stuff that Ingrid was holding inside. And and look, the sisters, they made a lot of mistakes. Mm -hmm. But um, Gerda, right? Gerda. Mm -hmm. Gerda knew. Mm -hmm. So it's time to let this thing go. And it's time to set it all straight. And that was just, it was fantastic. I love the fact that she, in the letter, admitted that she was fearful. Yeah. But she still loved her and she should never have done what she did. That was one of those things that, you know, choices. If she had made a different choice, things would have been so very different. If she had chosen to try to understand her, try to deal with her. That was very, that whole scene was amazing. And then poor Anna, you know, getting kind of choked and still through the choking. It reminded me of when she was actually putting... Elsa into the urn under the spell right. and Elsa still saying, I love you. And yeah. that broke her spell, broke right. that spell. So it's that whole thing of, you know, breaking the spell. I wasn't sure what was going to be the thing that would break it. And then when they said that we had to kill Ingrid, I was like, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. We're going to, and then I thought, well, maybe they'll find another way. Maybe there'll be another way. Maybe there'll be really another way. And we all know that just, it, there was going to be no other way. It had to end the way it had to. And it was really, it was very, it was very, it was a, it was a really good ending. It was a really good ending for this storyline, and I will say that it was a little bit tear jerking, especially oh, yeah. when Ingrid realized mm-hmm. and read the letter for herself, and then touched it and got the memories of the childhood memories, mm-hmm. and then the girls growing up before all the happy memories. She got that from touching that seal, and um, that's when she realized she went, "Oh my God, what have I done?" Which we've heard a number of times. That's uh, that's the regret. What have I done? Right making a rash, rash decision and then having to suffer the consequences. I do like the fact that, you know, the girls were like, no, 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 we've got to, there's got to be a way around this, you know? And she's like, no, this is how it has to be. You know what? All I ever wanted was my sister's love and now I have it. And I, now I can be with them, mm-hmm. which actually is true. She could be reunited with her sisters. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just, it was a really tough thing. It was really difficult. It was really unfortunate, but it was a really, really good end to this storyline. And she, sacrificed herself absolutely which remember let's talk about the last episode mm-hmm. we talked about the choice between finding anna right. or saving the town right. remember right and so now we see it again mm-hmm. till the only way to save the town right is there has to be a sacrifice of somebody right. Right. and so when it began, she pulled all those shards of the shattered glass mm-hmm. of that mirror yep. from the town, yeah. I would imagine from everyone's eyes, yeah. Yeah. onto herself. Yeah. And she took it all on herself. Yeah, she did. And she was a sacrifice. Yeah. So, Storybrooke, 
now is back to the way it was. And it was almost like the there's been a lot of things in movies where, you know, a rainbow means this and different mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. mean this, right? Yeah. Snow yeah. is kind of a reminder mm-hmm. of when you see snow, remember there was a sacrifice happen yeah. uh, to save the town. So. Now the wall, I'm wondering if the wall is now down, if it well, has melted, or if it'll be just easy to dissipate, you know, get rid of, you know, Emma and Elsa and Regina and whoever can help get rid of it now that yeah. she's gone. Because remember when her, when she was, when Zelina was dead, her magic ended. So I'm wondering right. if the same thing will happen here. Anyway. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm thinking that's what's going to happen. But... Um, there. The reunion scenes and everybody kind of mm. rolling around on the streets, <laughs> killing each other, and then the snow falls, and then they all start hugging each other, and everybody's happy in the reunion, and it just it was a really really great. Th- I, but more importantly, the jail scene again, yeah. once again <laughs> with Regina and Snow and Charming. <laughs> the spell is lifted. They look at each other, and Regina goes, "What am I wearing?" <laughs> Yeah, and they all dissolve into uncontrollable laughter. Well, that it, was awesome. I was like, "Please hug each other, please yeah. hug each other." There's been a lot of funny movies where people get into fights and they throw food, and then they look and they, how how silly, ridiculous, ridiculous yeah. it looks, yeah. and they just start laughing. Yeah, but I just want to touch kind of back. You know, we we've been kind of talking about riffs and families and mm-hmm. friends and different things, and um, you know. Anna told, uh, I think Elsa told Ingrid, you're part of our family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And she Actually, said, no matter what, Anna. no Anna. matter what. Yeah. And and I love that they're going to go back and restore the memories of the girls to right. the people of Arendelle so that they will remember them and remember them with love. Now, they're going to have to talk their way out of the whole Wesselton thing, but... Yeah, a little they'll, bit. They'll, they'll figure that out. But, you know, so see, yeah. there there is even there's never a perfect resolve. There's yeah, always no, something sure. that you've got to kind of work through. But uh, okay, so and then they they repeat it back. Uh, you never give up on family, right? I, I would say friends as well. Well, it is. Kind it's of, all it's tough. Almost like it's a, all hard. Sometimes. Well, they also brought in that part reminded me of Lilo and Stitch. Ohana. Right. Ohana means family, yep. and family means no one gets left behind. <laughs> Just like our bread. Right. The the human. <laughs> it's an inside joke. If you follow me on Facebook. Yep. the The humanity has a frailty to it, mm-hmm. and sure. even though we are really drawn to each other, because I don't. I I don't think most people want to be alone, but when yeah. you come together, yeah. the frailties sometimes, well, all the time show, mm-hmm. and it's it's hard to yeah. to continue to stay together because you just your frailties and and all that. But you know that's what they were saying is that you know we're we're family no matter what. That's a hard thing to talk about. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, friendships as well, but. Um, so gold is still leaving. Oh yeah, you know, still getting ready to go because he is going to go because he is going to have his powers out in the world. Right, he's ready to take over the world. So what was interesting to me is you know Hook goes into Gold's shop 
And he's like, enjoy your last snowfall, dearie. And that's when we see Belle asleep in the cot in the back room. Okay. That's right. That's Belle right. was asleep yeah. in the back room. So No lines, well, just sleeping. Belle was asleep right. in the back room. Whether she was truly asleep or not is remains to be seen. My money is she heard all of that. Mm-hmm. She knows and she's going to find a way to stop it somehow. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Or more importantly, which I think is also... I mean, seriously, how dumb is gold? I, I love oh, him to pieces. Dumb, yeah. I love him to pieces. But right now he's not behaving very wisely. He's making really bad choices. And the worst choice he made was he left Hook in his shop with his mm-hmm. wife and his bag, the bag that contained the hat box and the dagger, right. which Hook saw him put in there. Do I really need to keep going with this? Right. Okay. Hook is a pirate. What do pirates do? Mm. They pillage, they plunder, they rifle and loot. Yep. So that's it. And kidnap and ravage and don't give a hoot. Right. So I'm just saying, Gold was not very wise to leave Hook by himself in the shop there. No. With all of his most valuable possessions. Anyway. That is true. So that's all the notes I have. I think we've covered We pretty much did. It. And we pretty much did. Again, I love the episode. Yeah. But now we want to know what you think. Yeah. And I'll be interested to know if there's people that did not like this episode. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what's great about fans is some people like it, some people don't. And we are all in this together. That is true. So please, 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 let's tweet some love to Mr. Eric Lang for that wonderful mm-hmm. podcast ID that he called in. And don't forget, there's going to be more coming in the main show for Shattered Sight. Yes. So thank you so much for listening, however you found us. And again, just to kind of carry over from before, if you found us over the last couple of weeks, please send me an email or something and let me know how you found us. Yeah. I'm very interested to know, especially the first thoughts are always uh, higher download numbers than the main show. But I'm very, very interested. So let us know. And please share this with other oncers and let folks know because... I, I think listening to a podcast as well as watching the show, I think is great because you catch more. And that's what really, it we really want to do. It enhances your experience, mm-hmm. hopefully. And I think we also build a community and, and that kind of a thing. And I think it's great. So as always, I want to send big love out to everybody. And if you don't know, big love is a love that's so big you can't keep it to yourself. And why would you? Mm-hmm. So take what you need and pass on the rest to somebody else. And that's really what makes life worth living. Yes, so it is. thanks so much, guys, for listening to us and spreading the word and, and all that. And we will be talking at you soon. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. This is a Rony Zone media production. Please contact or connect with us. You may hear your comments on an upcoming episode. We're on Twitter at OUAT Podcast, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OUAT Podcast, or leave a comment at the show notes. Contact us via email at feedback at Once Upon a Time Podcast.com or leave a voicemail at 657 333 06 Until next time, spread a little big love around. Rumpelstiltskin was voiced by Brad Pogress, and Teddy was voiced by me, the voice of Steve. You can check out my podcast, The Voice of Steve Podcast, free on iTunes. Say hi at Facebook.com slash Voice of Steve, or see what I'm doing over on Twitter, at The VOS Show. Check out everything I do, from the podcast to voiceovers. I even have a blog sometimes at thevoiceofsteve.com. Hope to see you around, and thanks again for listening to the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast. (laughs) 